Hello, welcome to the Bible Catholic Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the, ne the necessity for the formulation of Trinitarian dogma. Alright, so the doctrine of the Trinity is a very complex subject, and it's one that we're going to go over um, in great deal, great detail over the next few weeks. Okay, today's show is just going to be more of an overview, and so as a result, it's going to be fairly brief. It's more to whet your appetite on what's to come in the coming weeks. So, doctrine of the Trinity, like I said, very complicated. And in the early church, many were attempting to understand the divinity of Christ, and in extension of that, the Holy Trinity. Um, today we have the benefit of the church correcting false ideas. Now, however, when these ideas were formulated, there was not a dogmatic decree regarding the Trinity, through the though the dogma had been taught in the earliest days of the church. I mean, the heresies of monarchianism, Sabellianism, subordinationism, and Arianism required that their church formally formulate the Trinitarian doctrine. Now, dynamic monarchianism taught that the Father was true God and that Christ was a man who was indwelled with a divine spirit. Um, another term um, called Patripassian monarchianism takes it a step further by acknowledging Christ as divine, but doesn't go far enough. Doesn't go far enough as the two are not of the same substance. Now, Sabellianism, or modalism as some of us may know it today, taught that God manifested himself in different modes, and that there was only one person of the Godhead. So, in short, God was made up of one person, according to modalism. And, it, and Arianism, Arianism denied the divinity of Christ, and taught that he was a creation of the Father. And this was also the Arian view of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit was a creation of the Father. And also in that regard, he was subordinate to the Father. Now the heresies that I just briefly mentioned, like I said, there can be whole shows about them, okay? I and mean, this is not um, I mean, a whole seminary lecture or anything on these heresies. This is a brief, very brief overview. Now, the heresies that we mentioned all have elements of subordinationism because in various respects, the divinity of Christ and the Holy Spirit is lowered. Now, with these heresies being taught, the souls of the faithful were at risk. The church rightly saw that an attack on the persons of the Trinity was a matter of salvation. It was a salvific issue. It was soteriological, if you will. After all, if Christ was not fully divine, then his sacrifice on the cross meant little or nothing. And the church responded to these heresies and formally defined the Trinity at the Council of Nicaea in 325. So all these heresies that were going around made it absolutely essential for the church to formally define dogma, to define what the Trinity was and to formally condemn those teachings that were leading the faithful astray. 
And guys, like I said, this is going to be a very short episode, and we're right here at the end. Um, formulation of Trinitarian Dogma. There's whole books written about it. This is just to kind of whet your appetite a little bit, um, and just to get those gears grinding. Um, I have an article about it on my website, williamhemsworth.com. Go check it out. Uh, thank you for joining me. I know it's been a couple weeks since I had a show up. I got really busy, and I'm trying to do a little bit of time management, so we'll be more consistent going forward. We'll drop this show um, every Wednesday night. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for your patience. God bless you. God love you.